You are listening to episode 141 of the FitzPro podcast, and today we are talking all about polar heart rate monitors, or really any heart rate monitor. I almost use those terms interchangeably because polar is my favorite brand. They're what I have the most experience with. So please, if I do end up saying those interchangeably, know that I am talking about any heart rate monitor that has a chest strap with it. So while those are typically used in a conditioning sense or a cardio sense, when we look at exercise today, we are talking about how you can use these heart rate monitors in your strength training or other modalities of training. This is strictly anecdotal, but I do think it's something interesting to look at if efficacy is a big thing, or you just like learning about what your body is doing while you are training or strength training specifically. So without further ado, let's dive in. The FitzPro Podcast is your no BS approach to seeking out truth in the world that is online health and fitness. You'll see through the lens of the trainer, the trainee, and the entrepreneur. I'm your host, Annie Miller, certified strength and conditioning specialist, entrepreneur, lover of sleep, lattes, and dinosaurs, aka not your average FitzPo. And my aim is to help you grow your mind, body, and business through knowledge and authenticity so that you too can become a FitzPro. While we are talking about training today, mostly, if you are here for the business side of things or you would like to build a online health and fitness brand, then I encourage you to check out my free on-demand workshop, Your Biz Your Way, Three Steps to Build a Profitable Online Health and Fitness Business. And you can register for that at anymiller.co backslash workshop dash register. And that is always in the show notes. If you would like to go take a look while you are on the site, you can get all of my free resources or downloads at anniemiller.co slash resources. And that is where all of my goodies are for trainees, coaches, and entrepreneurs. I would also like to thank the sponsor of this podcast, Legion Athletics. They are the number one brand of all natural sports supplements in the world. They have a 100% formula transparency. They also are 100% naturally sweetened and flavored. There is just no extra crap. It's very straightforward, and that is what I love about their products. I also love the taste of their products. A lot of times supplements, really the taste and the texture. So a lot of times supplements can be really chalky um, or have some grainy textures to them. All of the products I have used from Legion, whether it is the creatine or whey or the greens, um, they all dissolve into water very, very well. Legion cares about the client experience when they are taking these supplements, or I assume they do based on the use that I have, um, that I've had with them based on my experience. So if you are looking to add supplements to your dietary regimen, I highly suggest Legion. And if you're skeptical, that absolutely makes sense. They have a 100% money back guarantee and free shipping. So very little risk on your part. I highly suggest using them. Go to buylegion.com, B-U-Y legion.com and use code Annie at checkout to save 20% off on your first order. Or if you've already purchased from them, you can still use my code to get double Legion reward points. So inside Built by Annie, I have a resource called Annie's Secret Laboratory of Brain Gains, which is absolutely named after and derived from Dexter's Laboratory. Um, Dee Dee Dexter, if you maybe I'm aging myself here, but that is where it's pulled from. So I hope you say it in uh, Dexter's voice when you hear me say Annie's Secret Laboratory of Brain Gains. And in this, in the Brain Gains, in the secret lab, there are two trainings on energy systems development also known as heart rate training. 
One of the videos is general and just goes over the different zones and what they mean, what your body is doing. While the other training, the second training, goes over how to actually think about and integrate these zones within your strength training. Obviously, heart rate monitors can be used for conditioning or cardio. That is, in fact, their main purpose, but they are also a useful tool for those who lift weights as their primary mode of exercise. So stick with me through this episode. I am not sponsored by Polar. I freaking wish I was. But I have used their products, their watches, and their chest straps since 2011 or 2012, and I am I'm a huge fan. We used their system during my internship at University of Portland to monitor all of the athletes' heart rates during training and conditioning so that you could have an athlete going based on their heart rate percentages versus all of them going together. So making sure everyone was recovering to the extent that we wanted them to before they were doing the next bout from a conditioning standpoint. So I just have nothing bad to say about Polar and their products. I have nothing but good things to say about their brand and their systems. On Instagram, I have a review of my favorite Polar watches. If you would like to check that out, absolutely go for it. At this time, at the time of this episode, I currently use the Polar Unite watch. The Polar Ignite is also very good um, with the H10 strap. And I will say that I have never had a Polar watch be accurate without the use of the chest strap. I am not sure what they claim about the use of their watches in the absence of the chest strap, but my personal experience has been that you need the chest strap for accurate readings. Maybe my hands are too cold or my wrists don't sweat enough, you know, to get uh, some kind of signal from the watch. I don't know but I need the chest strap, so anecdotally, that is what I am sharing with you. Today's episode is going to be about how to use these watches and straps, again, not only Polar, but any other brand, in terms of strength training, outside of their obvious use, basically. While they are obviously not needed, as stated earlier, I do think that they have a use, and if you own one and want to integrate it into your training, this episode will hopefully be helpful for you. First up, I wanna talk about rest periods. And again, we're gonna go over four ways that you can use your watch for strength training. Number one is rest periods. I realize this sounds very simple and maybe elementary, but I use mine to monitor and stick to my rest periods. You could absolutely use an app on your phone or maybe the program that you're in actually has like a rest countdown clock or something. Um, You could also just look at a clock, but it's nice to just have a, you know, glance down at my wrist and see my watch and monitor my rest in that way. And then also I can see my heart rate. This can be Effective if you want to integrate heart rate training into strength training. I am not saying that this is an end-all be-all approach or that you even should, but I'm not mad at that either. So watching your heart rate come down within that rest period for your strength training in between your, your sets or your bouts. It can simply be interesting to see what your heart rate gets up to during your working sets and if it recovers within your scheduled rest, whatever that might be. Now, the scheduled rest for strength and hypertrophy training will likely be based on the muscular demand and stimulus versus the metabolic demand or stimulus, or perhaps a mixture of both, but the two certainly can be connected. We have metabolic stress and we have muscular stress or mechanical stress during our lifts, and the watch can help you see that relationship. So you can stick to your one minute of rest 
and or start your next set based on your heart rate recovering to say, you know, 120 to 135 beats per minute, depending on your age, your training age, and some other factors. This honestly just indicates how quickly your heart rate is recovering in between sets. So know the focus of your program. And if you need to go strictly based on time, or if you can play around with going based off of your heart rate as well, in addition to that scheduled rest, if there's room to play with that within your programming. That brings us to number two, which is your heart rate after your set. There's no right or wrong or good or bad here. This is more about learning your own biofeedback. What is a typical heart rate for you after a heavy set of back squats or after overhead press? Is there a difference between your lower body and your upper body? How might your body react to a circuit that you do with your accessory work that might take you three minutes? What does your heart rate do after that working set? What is a typical cardiac response for that type of work within weight training? Again, this doesn't necessarily mean anything about your training. It's just another way for you to learn about your body and how it reacts to training. It's one more data point to look at. This also allows you in a training sense to understand what a certain heart rate feels like. So you'll see runners or endurance athletes be able to tell you almost to the beat per minute what their heart rate is based on just how they feel. Their, their awareness of themselves, right? Not that this has any direct relation or causation when looking at strength training. It's just another thing to learn about your body. I know that during strength training, I have felt like my heart rate was at 185 and it was really at 155. So that is just anecdotal insight, I suppose. This also may reveal things that perhaps you thought but hadn't fully confirmed. Like if you feel like a certain exercise is not muscularly challenging, but it feels like you're doing cardio, it's very cardio-respiratory challenging, your heart rate response is going to affirm that for you. So perhaps you barely feel it in your muscles, but you get done and your heart rate is through the roof. That's telling you that the limiting factor here is capacity, not necessarily your muscles or strength. So the, the heart rate monitor is just affirming what you may have already felt. It can also be interesting to see how the heart rate reacts based on the exercise or the muscle that is being used. So look at your heart rate during an overhead dominant day, like overhead pressing, uh, vertical pressing and pulling versus a lower body dominant day, whether that is posterior or anterior. Um, regardless, you're likely going to see higher intensities and heart rates on a lower body intensive day. I know that I sound like a broken record here with this, but it's just fun to see, and it can be a way to connect some dots between weight training and the metabolic demand of that weight training and or just your capacity and your um, cardiorespiratory system within strength training. That brings us to number three, and that is your ability to recover between sets, which we talked about. So this is somewhat in relation to your rest periods, but you can start to apply some metabolic training to your strength training or hypertrophy training with seeing how quickly your heart rate recovers after, let's say, a 60-second set where your heart rate gets into your zone four or your zone five, your top two zones. Does your heart rate recover within that 60 seconds post set. 
So in your 60 seconds of rest, does your heart rate recover and or how long does it take your heart rate to recover? So if you're not sticking to a set period and you just want to see how fast your heart rate can come down, that's another thing that you can test. You may also see that like conditioning, your heart rate begins to accumulate through your session and it has a harder time coming down, recovering between sets the further you get into that session. That of course depends on the programming and the exercise prescription, but you may see the same effect throughout your strength training as you do with conditioning intervals. The longer the session goes, perhaps the harder time your heart rate has with recovering. I'm not saying that will happen, but it is something that you may observe. And this topic of recovery can also tie in with number four, which is discrepancies. When I say discrepancies, I mean that your heart rate can be a sign of stress and recovery. That's where knowing your norms can be very helpful. So a more elevated heart rate than usual can simply mean that you had too much caffeine. For sure, you had more caffeine before this, uh, before this training session, so your heart rate is elevated quicker and maybe it stays elevated. Or it can mean that you aren't fully recovered in some way, shape, or form, right? Your body is hypersympathetic or more sympathetic than it normally would be. So knowing your normal heart rate reactions to a given training day stimulus can be a helpful baseline for noticing some of these discrepancies without making too big of a deal of it. And that's what I never want. I like training tools and technology because I enjoy data. I enjoy connecting the dots. And I think that it can be a fun way to build efficacy within fitness, a very basic level and way to learn about your body with what you're already doing. That's what we're getting out of this. But we never want to get to the point where if we forget our heart rate monitor, we feel like that lifting session didn't count or like we're out of the loop with our body. Ideally, the tool, whatever that might be, helps us to understand our body better and how it reacts and how it can perform better. It allows us to make these connections rather than causing us to forget to tune in completely. So I hope that makes sense. And I certainly know that I have been in the boat of feeling like I am lost and incompetent without my heart rate monitor. I have been there. Absolutely. On the flip side, I have also found a lot of freedom enjoy in those training sessions because it causes you to be, when I don't have my heart rate monitor, it causes you to be extremely present during your lift when it's just you, your body, and the iron, the barbell, the kettlebell, whatever modality of training you are doing for strength and hypertrophy. You learn your own rest response. You push when you have it and you back off when you don't right? And that is very magical as well. Ideally, we merge those two things. You gain a higher understanding of your body. You become more intuitive by using and becoming aware of this data. That's the goal. So if you love this podcast, obviously it was a shorter one, but I did just want to touch on how you can use heart rate training within your strength training more as just an observatory standpoint. So if you love the episode, if you want to support the Fitzpro podcast, please give us five stars on whatever platform, your favorite podcast platform um, you listen to on. And if you are not on my main mailing list, you have two options. Those are Annie's Daily Dose 
and Annie's Weekly Wisdom. You can find both of those at anniemiller.co slash news. There are exclusive podcast listener discounts on the bottom of every email, so keep an eye out for those. Until next time, I am Annie Miller, and thank you so much for tuning in to the Fitzboro Podcast. Thank you.